Welcome, everybody. We are going to do a slightly different form of mindfulness practice this morning. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, and then we're going to do it. And then we're going to stop, and we're going to talk about our experience, and then we're going to do it again. And we'll repeat that a couple of times. The first thing that I'll share with you is that this definitely works the best if your body is comfortable. And there are a variety of ways that you can do that. It looks like we're all sitting, which is fine. But I want you to check in with the way that you're sitting to make sure that it's it's kind of the most effortless that it can be. And it's perfectly okay to be leaning up against something with your back. If you're not leaning up against something with your back, then it's helpful to have a cushion or a support or the edge of the chair. Cassandra, I can't see what you're sitting on. Just the floor. Ah, um, yoga mat. Okay, so this is for you then. So check in with your low back and make sure that you don't have to use a lot of muscular effort to hold yourself in what you think of as good posture. And the other thing that you can do is, and this is varies for from person to person, but you can put a pillow under your sits bones and sit on a pillow, but a firm one or a folded one that elevates your pelvis a little bit. So if you let yourself round into bad posture, so to speak, right, your back rounds, and that's the most comfortable thing, then, or the easiest, the least effortful thing, then if you want to have so-called better posture or more upright posture, instead of having to use all muscles to do it, it's good if you can prop yourself with cushions in such a way that your posture feels restful in an upright way without as much muscular effort. If you can lay down and do this practice, that's great. If you start falling asleep while you do it, it just means that you're tired and you should probably take a nap. So instead of saying, don't fall asleep, I would say, if you fall asleep after five minutes of laying down, concentrating, then you're tired and it would be good for your body to take a nap. And then when you're more energized, you can do this practice without falling asleep. What we're going to do is once we are in the posture, then we are going to begin relaxing our bodies. And I will guide you in the beginning, and then I will stop guiding you and let you go on your own, and then we'll stop and talk about our experience. Before I do that, I want to just give you a little bit of background to think about this. If you are sitting upright and you fully relax your body, then you will fall over. So when I suggest that you relax, it's not that you you relax all of your body or you fall over, but you let go of what seems unnecessary. So very often, especially when we start, we will find that there are face muscles and neck muscles and shoulder muscles and hand muscles and leg muscles that are doing stuff that actually they don't need to be doing that. And you can check in and you can find oh, I can relax that part of my body and I won't fall over. I'll feel actually just more at ease and less effort. So that's the kind of relaxing that we're going to do. The other thing that we're going to do is concentrate. We're going to pay attention to our bodies. We're going to pay attention to our breath. We're going to pay attention to our mind. 
And that kind of concentration is in itself a kind of effort. And that effort can become too much effort, too much concentration. Efforting in your attention is part of the practice too. That means that you are going to be making effort to keep paying attention. And in some ways, if you effort too much with your attention, then it'll turn into tension in your body. So if you concentrate too hard, you'll become tense. And if you don't concentrate enough, you'll forget what you're doing. And so there's this balance between relaxation and concentration, or concentration and easing off. And you are the one who has control over that balance. So sometimes you might need to concentrate more. And then you realize that you're kind of getting hard, you're kind of getting firm, you're kind of getting too intense. If that's the case, then you can feel that in your body. You can feel your face contract. You can feel your neck contract. And so that's too much concentration. And then you soften your concentration. And the real practice is between relaxation and concentration, those two things, letting go of your body, letting go of your thoughts, and concentrating enough that you remember to do that occasionally. Okay, so here we go. So when you first settle into yourself and pay attention to your body, it's usually fairly easy to find areas of your body that are active that you can relax. And you may notice that there's a connection between your relaxation and your breath. And in these longer periods of silence, you have the opportunity to notice that your mind and attention will wander. And then you bring it back to your body and your relaxation.
Now that you've practiced softening your body, experiment with softening your mind. That means having a gentler attitude, having a more open, a little bit less concentrated attention, and just see if you can play with the quality of your attention. Okay, and we're going to do this again, but for now, bring your eyes open. Just bring yourself out of the meditation. So the question is, uh, what was your experience? And th this is uh, useful for me to hear if you want to share, if it worked well, if it didn't, what worked well, what didn't. What did your mind do? What did you feel in your body? What was distracting? All of those things are really helpful for me to understand where you are in the process. So please do share. Yeah, first of all, um, the mistake I've made is uh, I'm in my family room and it's cold in here and I'm cold and that, that didn't help. Um, as far as my mind goes, I was doing pretty good there, trying to let it just let go. I'm a big control freak, so anytime. That's always not um, easy. Thank you so much. That's all really great feedback. Do you have a little blanket you can put over yourself for the next couple of minutes? I did grab a blanket. Oh, okay, okay good. So the warm thing is actually very real, and it's part of our little protocol that I didn't really mention uh, to make sure that you're warm. Although you can also just be cold if you want to go into full mindfulness practice and you know start saying... Uh, I'm experiencing the sensation of cold. But uh, for the sake of this, it, it in relaxing, it's kind of nice to be warm. The other thing that I'll say for the control freaks, uh, which is basically all of us, is uh, a little trick. Uh, this is a, to trick our control freak minds. And that is, we are giving your control freak mind the ultimate project, right? This is to take control of your body to take control of your mind, to take control of what it is that you want to do with your body and mind. 
and really make it into a skill that you develop. And it, it is, in some ways, mind control to say, rather than being stressed out right now, I am going to choose to relax. I am in control of myself in such a way that I am harnessing my capacity to make that choice. And when you turn it into choice making and you turn it into will, and then you're actually engaging with that very same energy which controls things. It's just a switch for it because you're telling yourself to relax. Other feedback, other experiences. I think for me, definitely laying down just because my back gets a little distracting. So I think laying down definitely help with that. Um, and I have quite a bit on my plate today. So I was trying to relax, but then also my mind was racing. And then I eventually got to a place where it was sort of just like I released it with a breath, which was great. Um, and just my partner is sanding wood on the porch. So that wasn't the best uh, solution. Last time she was washing brushes in here. So when Jenny said smell like deep, I was wow. But now she's adding noise to the meditation of sanding. So maybe I'll talk to her. She just walked in. So maybe I'll have a chat with her about trying to find that peaceful 15 minutes. Perfect. Yes. So again, as with warmth, there's also the quality of space, which is to set aside the time. And again, you have two choices. You can either talk to your partners, your roommates, your dogs, and clear the space, turn off your phone. Or you can do the very opposite, which is not care at all about anything that's happening in the space and just relax into whatever's happening. Those are both choices. And then the other thing that I that you mentioned that I think is really important is that the the racing mind and the lot on your plate, especially when you start, and that's something that you bring into the meditation. And especially when we're working with the physical body in relaxation, there's a period of time where the hormones of stress are in your bloodstream, and there's really nothing that you can do about it except for stop stimulating the stress itself. And so after, you know, five to 10 minutes, there is there comes a transition. And very often when I'm doing this meditation practice, what I'm looking for is to, to experience that transition. Know that I'm sitting here and I'm feeling the agitated mind. And if I just sit with it for long enough and keep coming back to the relaxation, eventually I transition where I, and there's just a softening, and then I rest in that for a little while. And if you just wanted one session of this kind of meditation, that session would be stay with it long enough until there's a transition, and then rest in the transition for as long as it lasts, and then you're done. Anything from Jean or Quinn? Well, I was experiencing, too, the, uh, my mind kept going back to the frustration of trying to log into this. <laughs> but I was able to bring it. I just put it to the side and, and came back into my mind. Um, so I was able to do it. Wonderful. Yeah, you're, we're usually frustrated about things that aren't happening anymore or never happened or might happen. Or, but very rarely, actually, when we're doing the meditation practice and we actually achieve the space and the time that we need, then all of our frustrations are made up, aren't they? <laughs> and if you do set aside the time and you do say, this 15 minutes, is this is all that I'm going to do, and everything else 
that's important. Will I will address it? Uh, then you can start to let go of those those kinds of frustrations. So thank you for sharing that. Quinn, do you have anything before we start? Um, when it's like a it's like a chicken or egg situation, like when I relax my face, it very much correlates with my mind. Uh, but I'm not sure which one started, but it's just, um, that's like, that's a, like, that's an epicenter. If I can relax my face, then everything else melts. Um, it'd be interesting if there was something else, like if I could relax my feet and then it'd be a full all over body transformation, but it definitely is like, there's a lot going on in our head not only just like thinking, but also, you know, our sense of smell and sense of taste. And so there's just so much sensory up there. But when that happens, it just, there's a all over melting that happens. Yes. Thank you for that. And I recommend to everybody during the next few minutes that we're practicing together, give some attention to your face, to your eyes, to your jaw, to your throat, to the inside of your mouth and your tongue. Really, you can notice whatever particular attitude, what's going on in your mind is almost always connected to the face. And the the egg is the thought and the chicken is the contraction of the muscles for your chicken or the egg question. Okay, so here we go. We're going to do it again. I'm going to say much less. You are going to relax your body. And you're going to breathe. And you're going to relax your mind. 